Hello everybody, welcome to Mary Scott Talks Lot. I'm Mary Scott. In this episode of Mary Scott Talks Lot, me and Sophie talk to Lucia Silva about performing. Um so I hope you enjoy. There's also a background voice, but she was just there to help us with um with recording and so I really hope you enjoy have fun listening to the episode. Okay, you can start. Okay. First of all, thank you for having me, Sophie and Mary Scott. It is wonderful to be in your podcast. My name is Lucia Silva. I'm a singer and an actress in Argentina. I am 43, uh, 44, sorry, years old. I was 44 in March. And well, I, um, I sing, I act mostly in musicals. I sing jazz, Argentinian tango. And uh, what I love the most is to be on stage and give uh, nice messages to the audience so people can, can identify with the messages I have. And I just, I've been doing this since maybe 25 years. I've always sang, I have a, a, my family, um, they, um, they, they showed me music since I was born. And so that's what I've been doing all my life. Cool. Um, so why did you want to start acting and singing? Um, what did I what? Why did you want to start acting and singing? Hmm. You know, uh, I was born that way. My mother says that I, I started singing before that I could learn how to speak. So it's been a passion. I think it's it's the way I have to express myself and being just who I am. I remember uh, being in school and thinking, uh, why am I do I do I need to learn math if I want to be on stage? I mean, this is with all my life. And then I realized that to be able to be on stage, first I needed I needed to learn about different things in life in order to talk about them. So I understood that I had to be in school, but at the same time I was singing and dancing and acting. Um, I mean, at the same time in other activities, you know, aside from school. Um, I have a question. Um, so what is your favorite part about acting? Oh, what a good question. My favorite part about acting my favorite part of acting is what I feel when I'm on stage and what I could make other people feel. It's like uh, when I'm on stage, I'm at home. And it's really, really strange because usually people can be nervous or can feel like uh, out of place on a stage because everybody's looking at them. But when I feel more peace, is when I'm on stage and everybody maybe is listening and feeling with me. It's like we're feeling all together the same thing. And to be a vehicle for that is really wonderful. Um, so you said that you, um, you do like you um, focus on jazz and the, um, and like Argentinian tango, but um, what, 
genre of music is your favorite? Like what? I don't have a favorite because, you know, I was born um, in, an, in an American house in Argentina. So I have the two cultures. Uh, that's why I can speak English and Spanish. And I also speak Italian. I've been living in Italy, singing in Italy uh, for a long time. And I learned Italy very uh, Italian very is easily because I was born with different cultures and different ways of thinking. So what I I I can't say I, I like one music, music more than the other. I just like the music that, uh, again, tells something to the other person. I don't feel myself as much as a, I, say, I say singer and actor, actress because this is the way that people maybe understand. But I would say I'm a, I'm a performer. A performer is a person that tells the story, tells something that, uh, that, that, she wants to say either through music, through voice, through through words, and that is what I like the most. Um, I studied musical theater. I, I graduated from uh, my major is musical theater, so it was singing, acting, and and dancing. But uh, what I like more is just telling stories. Um. So I know you said that you're. Basically, your favorite part about acting is telling a story and making everybody happy. But what is like the fa your favorite performance that you've put on, like your favorite musical or play that you've been in? Well, um, every everything is special because I've learned. I can tell you different uh, anecdotes. For example, when I started, um, I I started acting. I started acting in Italian when I lived in Greece in a, um, in a little uh, island called Alonisos that is in Greece. And we had in, in a hotel, a very pretty uh, theater outside where you could see the dolphins jumping while you were getting ready for rehearsals. That yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, but I had to act in Italian and I didn't know Italian. So I just went on and tried to remember the words and I had uh, wonderful coworkers because they helped me a lot with the language. And if I, as it was a, a, how do you say it? A comic, comedy, you say comic? Comedy. Comedy, as it was comedy, I kept making mistakes and people laughed about that, about it. And um, um, the other actors just laughed about it too. And it's, oh, this Argentinian again, making mistakes. And so by making mistakes and laughing about him, I mean, not taking myself, myself seriously, I learned how to act in Italian. Oh, wow. Um, so that was a great experience. Uh, but if I would say my favorite, favorite play, we have a very famous uh, Oscar winner um, actress here called Norma Leandro. She, uh, we did a Broadway play called Masterclass. It's been uh, from uh, Terrence McNally. They've done it in, in New York also. Um, and we did the Argentinian version of it. And it's about Maria Callas. Maria Callas was a very, very important uh, Greek um, opera singer. And she used to teach uh, singing classes at Juilliard University in New York, uh, master classes. 
And so this play was about um, Maria Callas, who normally Andrew played norm, uh, the Callas, and I played the singer, I mean, one of the singers that were their students. And also it was very interesting, interesting play because the audience um, got to be the students too. So it was a very, very important play. I learned so much. Imagine this, this uh, Norma Leandro, uh, and I, I had the opportunity to work on stage with an um, winning award, I mean, winning Oscar uh, actress. And she was a wonderful, she is a wonderful person too. And so I learned so, so much. We did it in El Teatro Colón, which is one of the most important theaters in the world in Buenos Aires with 3,000 3, people. We toured Europe, we toured Argentina. And well, that experience, I can tell you, changed my life. That sounds fun. I, it was I, fun. 3,000 people. Yeah. If you, if um, I would, for the audience, the, yeah, audience, if the audience is interested, they could Google Teatro Colón, which is Colón Theater in Buenos Aires, and look it up because it's like the Metropolitan, La Escala de Milano. It's a very, very beautiful and important theater in, in I mean, the best theaters in the world because of the acoustic and, and its history. And it has uh, five floors of, of audiences, five floors, so you go up and you see so people, 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 like and the great, like, bleachers where people are watching like exactly yes that's cool and the most important uh, singers and orchestras in the world play there including maria Callas. um so i have one more question and then mary scott um is gonna ask her question so um who has there it is so um who is your model like who did you um look up to when you started acting you have so many good questions let me think you made me think um well i had different role models like um, my father used to sing in a choir. My mother um, always encouraged me. And the different professors I had, I always listened a lot and respected my teachers. I studied for a long, long time. I always keep studying. Um, but most of all, I think that... Um, you know, different singers. I've listened to a lot of people and follow their stories as, as to see how they are as a human being and, and also as a, as, a, as a professionals. But what I think is the role model to follow and the hardest thing to, when you are an artist is to find yourself. Yeah. Is you can see, you can look at other people to learn but that will help you uh, try to find your own path. If you don't find your own path, it's hard because it's like copying somebody. And the true, true art is just being yourself. 
And it, that sounds easy, but it's not easy. It takes a long, long time to see who you are and what, and what you want and what do you want to say. But it's part of life. I think that's why we're here in the world, to find out who we are. So, you know, just paying attention, but in that road, just looking for myself. So what you're saying is you had a lot of people you looked up to, but you didn't really have a role model. Like I said, yeah, one. exactly. Yeah, I have lots of people I look up to. Well, as an actress, Norma Leandro, the lady that I acted with is one. Lots of uh, Broadway singers that I like. I like well, tango singers that I like. But uh, mostly just putting it together, just getting a little piece of everybody uh, to find myself. Yeah. Um, Mary Scott, what are the questions you have for her? Um, uh, what is your favorite, like, Broadway musical or musical? Or oh, this question is so hard. Can I say all of them? Yeah, as many as you want. No, how long is the podcast? <laughs> um, be anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. <laughs> okay, so as I like jazz, I'm going to go first with the classicals. Chicago had a, a, a big influence in me because of the music, because it's jazzy music. I like uh, the tingling, no, you know, the, the, the tingling kind of musical. It's all, uh, yeah, happy and like, um, let's say, let me think of another one. Oh, the other one that comes to my mind is Wicked. I have a funny story for Wicked. When I went to Broadway, I wanted to see Wicked. Uh, I had, I don't know, for several years and I could never, every time I went, I could never have a ticket. And so uh, I, I put my, my name in the lottery, you know, then I, I think it's still that way on Broadway that you sign up in the lottery an hour before the show comes up. And so you get, if your name, com if your name comes up, you get uh, a ticket for very, very, very low price, a very, very good seat. So I remember I was there waiting and praying. I was saying, oh, please, I came all the way to, from Argentina to see Wicked and this is, and I started literally praying. And I, while I was praying, I heard Lucia Silva and my name came up and I, so I got to see Wicked in one of the best seats in the, in the theater. So imagine, I love Wicked after that experience. Um, there's so many. I, one of the, my, my, the first musicals I saw on Broadway was Hairspray. Hairspray uh, is so well acted and so funny. I like theaters, um, plays either that are good with, the music is really good, and also the characters are interesting. I haven't seen, uh, I'm now I'm going to the modern part. Uh, what's, uh, what's it called? Uh, the one that's very famous now than rap, Hamilton. I've, been, I've seen Hamilton uh, on video. I haven't seen them uh, on stage, but I think that musical is changing the history of modern musical. I love Hamilton. So, ah, of course. I, I, um, Hamilton. I didn't hear you, um, sorry. 
Um, Do you still have Hamilton on video? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Um, so, um, for my 11th birthday, um, my mom and one of my and Mary Scott's friends, they both got me a pack of like 50 Hamilton stickers. Wow. I ended up having like a hundred Hamilton stickers. When um, I go to Winston, I want to go and want to see those stickers. Um, so in our car, me and my sister each have our own like buckets to put our things in. And mine is cut and bo both mine and my sisters are covered with Hamilton stickers. <laughs> well, it's good that I brought it up then. Um, you know that Hamilton was a very um, difficult, I mean, difficult idea to put on stage and to people be to be believe in it. Because imagine it's a story and a history story that I don't know if you call it that way, a long time ago, but with modern music. Story. I, and, I really like and he's that. introducing rap in musicals which is another type of song uh, rap uh, as as a i mean as a choreography and also as as a as a singing you know so i think that he is a genius uh what he's done and how he was able to get people to be believe in his idea you know another message there is for us to believe in our dreams and our ideas that we really really think they're good because eventually they can come true, even though they could sound very crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I, I and it was a hit. Like, yeah, I really like Lin-Manuel Miranda's work. And um, did you know that originally Hamilton was supposed to just be a mixtape? It was just gonna be a couple songs, but um, uh, later on writing it, he turned it, he decided to turn it into a musical. Um, and uh, like um, I've heard um, like from nine or ten years ago, uh, there was um, I heard him not me hearing him, but I saw a recording of him singing the original Alexander Hamilton song at the White House for Obama for the Obamas. Well, I I was. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't sure if that story, if I had heard that story or not, but now that you bring it up, I think that in there at the White House, he told Obama that that will become a musical. Um, Do you know so about that story? Um, basically, what had happened is uh, when Manuel Miranda had already started working on it and it was just supposed to be like a, what, like Mary Scott said, just a mixtape that with a few songs, but then um, someone, uh, um, I think Barack Obama and let people introduce songs about some sort of genre and Lin-Manuel went and performed the, um, the first song of Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. Mm -hmm. so that's really how it got popular. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Mary Scott, do you have any more questions? Um, how are like um what are some countries that you've performed in? I know you said Greece, Italy, and Argentina, but what are have you performed in any other countries? Well, I lived in Kenya for a while, also performing, and that was amazing because there I didn't only perform, I had to make, I didn't only perform, I was like the head of um, the, the show team, I would say. Um, and so, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, speaking of Kenya, my little cousin was actually born in Kenya. Really? And then she brought me and my sister each these little stuffed animals. Um, mine is an elephant and my sister's is a giraffe and they were both made in Kenya and they're very cute. I so Pete, you will have to right go to Kenya right when you grow up because there's wonderful animals there for you. My grandmother has been to Kenya a couple times with some of her friends who work at um, a store that um, that is um, that like uh, people um, from Kenya. Um, uh, they sell things that people from Kenya made, and then the money goes to babies in Kenya. Mm. And this is one of the. Oh, mine, yeah, mine is sort of like that. Lucia, tell a, them about your proposal in Kenya. Oh, I had a proposal. Because I was saying I'm a um I was the head of the entertainment department so I don't I didn't only sing and act well the the shows that we had to do we have to do it in, in miming because uh, people from all the parts of the world that spoke different languages were the audiences so we couldn't just do it in English or Spanish or or Swahili you know Swahili is the language that they speak in Kenya and for example I don't know if it rings a bell Akuna Matata do you know that word Akuna Matata there you go. So you know some words in Swahili because it's uh, what Lion King is made, I mean, inspired in Kenya and all the words that they use for the animal names are uh, Swahili. Oh, that's cool. And akuna matata means uh, uh, no problem in Swahili. Um, I knew that Pumba, like Pumba, um, he, uh, yeah, I knew that. And then I also, I, um, Simba, I knew, yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew that. Yeah, all the animals. Mm -hmm. yeah, real names. And also, they call me Mongaza in, in Kenya, because in Kenya you have your, your, your name and then a Swahili name. And as Lucia means light, they called me Mongaza. I wasn't Lucia there, I was Mongaza. That's really cool. And um, so I organized the different uh, shows that the different tribes uh, came, um, did in the, in the hotel. Some were acrobats, some were uh, dancers, some were um, singers. And there's a very interesting uh, tribe in Kenya called Ma the Maasai. The, uh, maybe you've seen them. They're very, very tall and they have, um, they're dressed in red. And the and the women have lots of lots of uh, necklaces in their in their necks, uh, like 
the more they have is like the, the, the highest status I would be, I would say. And they, they jump, they go hunta, 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 hunta. So the more, the higher they jump, and that's, uh, um, they, they have this competition that if they want to marry somebody, they have to go and, and uh, hunt the lion and bring the head of the lion to the head of the, of the tribe. So the more, <laughs> Sophie's like, the more lions they hunt, yeah, they, 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 the better chance they have to get married. And also the competition to get to be able to get married is to jump, whoever jumps higher. So, and that's what they did in the hotel. They showed how they did this competition. So you see maybe 50 Maasai's just jumping and jumping and higher and higher is wonderful. And one time a Maasai came up to me and he said, Mongaza, I've hunted three lions. Would you like to marry me? And I said, sorry, I'm not interested in people that are hunting lions. <laughs> um. I forgot what I say. You forgot. Anyways, uh, that's the experience um, I had in Kenya. And as you see, Kenya, Greece, United States, Italy, Spain, Argentina, they're very different cultures, even though some are similar, like Spain and Argentina are pretty similar, some are not. But the idea of why I wanted to, to perform in all these different countries is because they're different. So if they're different, I learn. And if I get to see, if I get to see the world only by my eyes, oh, there they are, they're the Maasai, exactly. Um, I learned how to see the world in different ways. So maybe it's, I think that things are in some way, and you know, I think that they're in some way because I'm looking at it from a, a, a certain perspective. But if I change my perspective, I change the country where I'm looking and it's a different culture, I might think different. So what I wanted to do is to, to learn how to be in different perspectives and also communicate with people, understanding that maybe I'm not always right. It's just, it's different opinions have to do with perspectives. I really changed this perspective, mainly Greece and then Kenya, I mean, two different worlds, but it taught me a lot. It was hard to adapt to my country when I came back. I opened the faucet and I saw water coming out and I thought, wow, what a luxury. And I opened my, my uh, cabinet and it was full of food. And I said, wow, what a luxury. Uh, that was uh, kind of difficult for me to adapt because I saw really, really different realities. But it's, it's part of what you asked about, uh, you, you asked me before, no? Uh, how do you find yourself? Well, that maybe that was my way, just looking things in different perspective and find my own and understanding other other people's i've never i haven't finished i have to keep learning and learning but that opened my mind pretty much cool um uh so you said that you do musicals um uh, have you ever like written a song that has been published or written something like that that has been like put out into the world what I write is musicals. I don't write the songs. I write the mu the story. 
So I did a, a musical uh, inspired in the song, The Girl in 14G from uh, Kristen Chenoweth. Uh, I got different on Broadway and off. This is one, the, a person I like really much, uh, a lot. I look up to uh, Kristen Chenoweth, the way she sings. Uh, and from that story, from the song, I developed a whole musical with different, uh, different songs that have, this is, I, I transform myself in 10 different women that uh, and that talk about their relationship with with uh, with her boyfriend. In it's a it's a um, comedy musical, and also it gives a, a message saying if we all feel the same way, we wouldn't feel we we shouldn't feel alone because in humanity humanity we're all feeling the same thing even we don't talk about it sometimes. Uh, that um, that was the first musical I wrote. It was three years ago ago, and I I won a prize, um, an award oh, here called uh, yeah an award uh, called uh, Estrella de Mar. I'm gonna show it to you. Hold on. See. Oh wow! Oh, that's really cool. Oh, there it is. This is a, a starfish because I live in, it's a, it's a very, I live in a city, Mar del Plata city in Argentina. It's next to the sea. And it's one of the most important cities in Argentina for tourism and, and summer, you know, that people come. Uh, and so lots of the most important theater in the country come in summer to Mar del Plata because it gets full of tourism. So. Uh, this award is from the city for people that come from all over the country to make theater in summer. So, it's called Estrella um, de Mar. So you, um, what you're saying is you make the storyline of the musical and what it's going to be about. And yeah. do are other people included and in, like writing? the songs that go with that story well in this musical what i did in this particular one what i did is to adapt the lyrics and translate it into spanish and adapt it into the story and i wrote the monologues to put all the songs together but now during quarantine i wrote another musical which is called the circle of love uh, and um, that musical is with original music. We have an, uh, uh, the, I mean, the production is I write the story and the lyrics of the song and the musicians uh, write the music. What we're doing now is we're recording a demo with that, the music. It's like, it's called work in progress, you know, when you're doing then the, and also the pre-production, that's where we're, we're at. And as soon as we finish that, we will um, uh, uh, launch, you say, you would, well, we, we would present the new musical that it's me acting and singing with two guitars and a piano. And we are gonna be singing uh, in four voices at the same time. That's wow. cool. Thank you. Um, if I translate it to English, I'll take it to Winston. And the girl in 14G, I will take to Winston. And you'll come, I'll, you'll be, you, I'll invite you. Um, I don't have any, let me see if I have any other questions. 
I think you've answered most of my questions, Sophie. Well, they were really good questions. Thank you. Sophie, do you have any more questions? Um, so, um, um, this is a little bit off topic, but, um, what is the, your favorite costume you've ever been in while acting? <laughs> you know that I was listening to, um, to uh, it's called, well, it's in Spanish, but it's called uh, Go Broadway uh, Podcasts. Uh, for, and they, and, and you know, they asked uh, the same question to every actor. Ah. So you're not off topic. <laughs> uh, let me think. I wouldn't say I had a costume that was uh, that was difficult or, or strange, but what I had is to change a lot, like really, really quickly. So I wanted um, in this, um, and I remember this theater in Greece. I was the only girl on stage and in the theater. So I kept changing characters. It was always me and different characters. So um, I just had to switch clothes in between dancing and singing and, 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 and really, really quickly. And lots of times, either the, I, I realized I broke them when I was on stage. Oh, I was, uh, people were looking at me and I was and, and with a strange face. And then I realized I had broken <laughs> my costume. Um, yeah. And also uh, I fell because I had, I was running with high heels because I wouldn't make it on time or the lights changed. So I fell on top of the stage <laughs> with high heels. Lots of things that can happen when you change really quickly. Um, what was um, the fastest quick change? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember a specific one, but I remember that I need to change from. The what takes more time, at least to me, is the shoes. <laughs> the shoes, you know, you had to button your shoes, and I didn't have costumes that uh, were um, as it was a little theater in a hotel. Didn't have costumes that would adapt to being change fast you know I had to just regular costume just do it quickly but you learn you know you learn and also you learn that uh, you make lots of you can make lots of mistakes then it's fine it's part of it and people are people are fine with it too and they get into the story anyways or sometimes well one day when I fell I had to change the song the lyrics of the song because I, I pretended that I fell uh, I really fell uh, because the light came on and I completely fell and I had to sing a romantic song <laughs> and said, so how am I singing a romantic song after falling? So as uh, the song was in, in English and nobody understood English, I started singing the man I love someday he'll come along the man I love. But instead of, um, because they were all people from different parts of the world, they didn't understand the words. So um, I started singing with like a face, like my, my leg was hurting. Like I was singing, oh, my head, my feet is hurting. Something like that. And then I started to move like uh, humping. So yeah, and it was wonderful. They clapped so much. Because you know, you just get them into the story you want you you want them to be in, and that's wonderful. And also, 
is what do you do? That's what I love stage so much. What do you do when you have a problem? How do you solve it with a lot of people looking at you? And that is life too. Okay, you got a problem, something changed. How do you solve it? What is wonderful about stage is that you can solve it. You need to solve it in two seconds with maybe 3,000 people looking at you. So you get good at it. As long as at the beginning, when I was younger, I was, oh no, I made a mistake. Everybody will notice and this note is out of, out of uh, pitch. And, and then you realize what people like is how you feel and how you, you, you show your message and your feelings so they can feel too. Don't you like feeling things when you, when you listen to art or you look at art? So that's yeah. the, the, yeah. So if you got that goal, everybody follows. And they might not even realize that it was a mistake because- No, they didn't realize it. <laughs> because if you uh, like improvise and do it in a way that you can make it look like you did it on purpose, they won't realize uh -huh. it was a mistake. Yeah. Well, once I went, when I went to see, see uh, Hairspray that I told you that I love so much on Broadway, was the one uh, time I saw a big mistake on Broadway and how they solved it on stage. I hadn't seen that before. They had to, no, no, it was, uh, sorry, it wasn't Hairspray. It was um, ah, the one that has um, oh, the producers. The producers, I love the producers. So funny. So uh, the, um, the the a little a little bird had to come out the set design when they pressed a button or something, and the little bird, and that's when the dialogue had to go on, and the little bird didn't come out. But they couldn't. There was no way of going on with the story without the little bird coming out. And this is Broadway with a full theater. So they started joking. And as it was a Friday, they said, oh no, this even happened on a Friday, uh, the, the, the time where the, the theater is busiest. And, and, and they started, I mean, they started making jokes about it. That was so, so, so funny. And it was the best part of the play. And um, well, they fixed the bird and then they just went on with the story. So, you know, things happen. It's what you do about them. What's important that is important. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I just came up with one more question. Okay. okay, what advice would you give to um uh, to people who um want to start singing, acting, or or are are doing it but want um more inspiration? Um. Mm -hmm. I have something to say. Um, I'm sorry about the noise in my background. I had to move closer to my window to charge my computer. So if you hear noise in the background, that's what it is. Okay. Um, so my advice would be two things. Study, uh, respect your technique. Sometimes the technique uh, can sound boring but it was it, the technique will give you give you freedom. It's the opposite. If you learn how to make things like to relax your body, know your acting technique, know your singing technique, the way you need to breathe to sing and to be on stage, how to connect with others, that will give you the possibility to free your art and do whatever you want to do. 
If you do not have the technique, sometimes you want to do things, but your body is not ready for it. So you're not able, either you're going to hurt yourself or you're not ready for it. So first of all, study. And then, as you said, have your own uh, role models to follow, but at the same time, always, always be true to yourself because each of us, each of us have uh, our own voice and you, we should listen to our voice to see what path is for each one of us. And also enjoy the ride because sometimes when you're on stage, you can remember, oh, when you're rehearsing, you think, oh, I wanna go be on stage. And when you're on stage, you may think, oh, that rehearsal was wonderful. So every moment is important. I actually want to work on Broadway when I'm older, but not as a performer. I want to work backstage um, because um, that's just really fun to me. Um, um, on the at school on the day when we got to dress up as what we wanted to be when we grow up, uh, Mary Scott grew up. I mean dressed up as a Broadway backstage manager and I wore this dress and um, was a Broadway actress. So you would like to be an actress and you would like to be backstage? Yeah. Yeah. I cool. Like um, I, I'm not really good at like, um, uh, like drawing and things like that. And I used to want to be a, like a performer, a singer, but um, uh, I, now I'd rather do things like um, I want to be a photographer and I also want to work backstage and I also want to own my own business. Um, right. My I husband is a sound engineer oh, and a producer. He produces my own, my shows. Uh, so we work uh, on stage. I work on stage. He works backstage. Um, and is, yeah. I want to be an actress, and but I also want to take care of animals. And work well, you can with do animals. both. Ooh, I can work with animals on stage while being an actress. <laughs> Too. Yeah. The animals could be part of the thing I'm doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's so many you start with a dream of something you like and then you try you study you imagine and then the life will take you to the path that you that it will be best for you so it's great that you start thinking about what you want to do and start trying you know because as you say mary scott at the beginning you want to act and now you realize there's a whole world behind the scenes that maybe you like better I mean, there's, it's, there's a uh, show business is, is what's wonderful that you can do so many things. Not, I mean, you see the person on stage, but there's so many things going on that wouldn't be, that person couldn't be on stage if there wasn't a whole group of people working together. So you just, I mean, if you like the art, it's just performing arts, it's just finding your place uh, where you feel, you know, yourself the most. And if that one doesn't work, you just go and move on to another one because that one will help you to the next one. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think I have any more questions. What about you, Mary Scott? I don't have any questions. Anything else you want to say? Because no, I think um, it's wonderful that you, you two girls have a podcast and you're interested in different things and, and being um, and in different uh, lives, you know, the stories of people. I'm, I'm humbled that you called me and you want to know about my story too. Uh, I enjoyed it very, very much. And I hope this grows because um, you are two sensitive girls uh, doing something that's really, really nice and could be good for others too. So keep it up. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, we were glad to have you. And whatever you need, you know I'm here. Whatever, um, if you need advice for, for whatever you want to do in your careers or whatever you need, you know I'm uh, Virginia's, uh, Mrs. Paventa's nephew. Niece. And so, niece, sorry. Nephew is a boy, boy no? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we are related in some way. Okay. Stop recording. Um, hi. This is Sophie. This is after the episode was recorded. So, I thought I heard Luce, Lucia say that she had been to Uganda. I thought I heard Uganda, not Kenya. So, the whole time I was talking about Kenya, I met Uganda. My cousin is from Uganda. So I'm sorry about that. Mary Scott is now laughing at me in the background. So that's what the giggling is. Bye. Okay, this is me hopping, hopping back on again to um, do an outro because we were not able to do an outro in the episode. But I really hope you liked this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I, as I said, I really hope you liked this episode. Um, in the link in the descriptions, or in the, there will be links in the description to other podcasts that me, Sophie, and my sister do. Um, so I really hope you enjoy this episode, and go listen to those podcasts. And if you want to, there's a voice message button, so you can just click there and then voice message me. And I would love to hear you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, um, uh, I will. I hope to get back to posting regularly soon. But I've been a little bit busy. Thank you. This was a really long outro. Bye.